Good morning, everyone. Wasn't praise and worship awesome? Isn't the presence of God absolutely amazing? And as we go into the third part of the former and the latter reign together, I'm very excited because one of our um, Thursday prayers just has confirmed everything that I want to share with you today. Um, and I think it's going to be slightly different to what we expect, um, but I trust that you will be very blessed. You know, as we move closer to the end times and the outpouring of the former and the latter rains um, in the first month before the harvest, we must begin to surrender afresh to the Holy Spirit to prepare us, to prepare our hearts and our lives for what God is wanting to do. Um, more and more we should be moving into seeing the supernatural the manifestation of the presence of the Lord in this world. How else are unbelievers going to even have a desire or an interest or a curiosity to seek the Lord unless they see something absolutely different to anything they have ever seen before? And so we need to expect, as we said last week, for the supernatural to become natural for us. Because it is Christ who is in us. And if we carry him, then the supernatural should be natural because he is supernatural. Let him breathe afresh into you. This is what revival is and, and begins with, is his breathing afresh into us. Let him fill us again with his Holy Spirit. Let our minds and emotions and bodies get excited about the potential of the supernatural becoming natural and his presence being a supernaturally natural experience. But what does the supernatural look like? What is it characterized by? And I'm going to say it is characterized by one thing, and that is love. Do you know in Matthew 22, the Pharisees were talking to Jesus and asking him, what is the greatest commandment? And this is what Jesus said to them. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind and your strength. This is the first and greatest commandment, and the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and prophets. And then in John 13, verse 34 and 35, Jesus was talking to his disciples now. And he said to them, a new commandment I give you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this will all know that you are my disciples if you have love one for another. God said that love is the principal thing. It is the greatest commandment. It is the new commandment. It is to love him with everything of ourselves and then to love others as we love ourselves. And you know what the Lord also tells us? That love never fails. 1 Corinthians 13, that famous scripture about love, ends up with love never fails. But it's hard to love some people, you might say. But you know that God realizes that. He knows that in and of ourselves, love is not the easiest thing to do. So he gives us the ultimate, which I'm so excited about. He tells us in Romans 5, verse 5, 
he says that his love has been poured out into our hearts by the Holy Spirit. And he says to us in 2 Corinthians 13 verse 11, Finally, brethren, be strong, be encouraged, be consoled and comforted, be of the same mind one with another, live in peace, and the God of love, who is love, will be with you. And God says that he is the one who not only gives us love, but he is love. He's the source of love, but he is also love. We don't have to struggle or strive to love, even to love him, because he loves us first. We're able to love him back. And so we need to look at this and we need to study what love is all about and why is this relevant to revival. I believe that revival cannot fully happen unless we open ourselves to love. The fullness of love, the God of the love, the God who is love. We need to seek him and draw on that love and allow that love to shine out of us, just as he said to his disciples. Can you imagine if love was the prevailing action in this world? 1 Peter 4 verse 7 to 8 says, but the end of all things is at hand. Well, yes, we know that. Peter said it in his letter, but we know it even more now. The end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be serious and watchful in all of your prayers. And above all things, have fervent love for one another. For love will cover a multitude of sin. I really believe that personal revival and personal preparation for the coming harvest is all about love. How can we receive it from the Lord? How can we focus on his gift of love in us? We need to surrender. We need to open our hearts. We need to realize, we need to turn our minds to the fact that God is love and God lives in us. And we need to be fervent in love as we prepare ourselves. One of the things that saddens me so much is that Christians, instead of loving one another, are out there to try and point fingers at each other. The body of Christ is so fragmented because we're always finding the things that we don't like or we differ from each other in. Instead of saying, no, we all serve a God of love. We are all filled with a God who is love. And therefore, as Jesus said, let us love one another. We need to love one another as a household of faith, as the body of Christ. We need to allow that which permeates each cell and fiber of the body to be the love of God. What would change if we purposefully, intentionally set about loving God with everything that we are and then allowing his love to flow through us to others? What would change? It's a question I want you to ask yourself. 
What would it be like? What would you be like? What would your circumstances be like? What would the community like? What would it be like? What would the world be like? What would your um, place of employment be like? What would your family be like? If you truly were filled and allow, with the love of God and allowed that love to shine out of you and to flow through you and you really loved and you really, number one, first of all, loved your brothers and sisters in Christ. This is how the Lord wants us to prepare and how he wants to prepare us for the coming revival so that the harvest will be ready for him. And the harvest are those who he wants to gather to himself. And it's going to be when we allow the love of God to shine through us. Love is creative. Love is giving, patient and kind. It thinks no evil and it always believes the best. We need to let go of criticism, grudges, offense, prejudice, bitterness, and jealousy to all who are brothers and sisters in Christ. Revival will come when we focus on love and allow the church to be known by its extraordinarily, extraordinary ability to love each other instead of always looking for something we can accuse each other of. This should be the hallmark of the end time church because as a body we need to flow together. We need to allow the lifeblood of Christ to flow through every cell and fiber, every part of the body of Christ. And we need to be the one that not stops it up but allows it to flow through us to the ones on either side and around us because when the love of God is so prevalent in the church, the people in the world will stand up and take notice. As we allow love to be the principal things in our lives, we will show the world the truth about God. They will see you going into your secret place with the God of love and see you coming out strengthened, more loving, and absolutely wise. The world will know that we truly are God's children when we do this. We, we, we need to allow the Lord to flow through us a fire of mercy and love towards our brothers and sisters. I want to entreat everybody who is listening to this right now, who is watching this at our watch parties online, whenever you're listening to this, allow the love of God to let you see your brothers and sisters in Christ through his eyes, not through anything else, not through differences, but through how he sees with eyes of love. When love is manifest, people are drawn because the greatest need of people is love. We need personal revival before we see any other revival in our land. When we are personally revived in the love of God, there is a place prepared for the supernatural entrance of God, the Holy Spirit, to bring a mighty outpouring from heaven to earth. We need to see 
And we need to know and we need to understand that love is the basic driving need inside of every single human being. We can have finance, we can have homes, we can have cars, we can have wealth, we can have loads of friends, we can have anything that this world gives us. But if we don't have love, if we are not loved, we are empty. And this is what the world, those who don't know the Lord, are experiencing. That's why they clamor for more. That's why they clamor for um, acceptance. They clamor for people looking at um, them as doing something great. Everybody wants to do more. Everybody wants to be more. They want to be acknowledged. They want their Instagram page to be liked by so many people. They want to be where everybody can see them. They want to wear the latest styles. But you know what? Inside... They are empty because they don't have true love. And the only way to have true love is to have God because God is love. And everything that's embodied in love is embodied in our God, in our Christ Jesus, who gave himself for us because he loved us so much. And this is what the world needs. But how can they get that if when they look at the church, They don't see love. They don't want to be bitter. They don't want to be finger pointing at everybody else. They want to see something different. And that supernatural something different is the power of love. Because nothing will stop love. Love never fails. God has said it. He has promised it. He has demonstrated it. And this is the revival that we as the church need to get into, is the revival of love. Love for God, where nothing is more important than God. Nothing takes our focus but God. The main part of our life is all to do with Him. It's not to do with anybody else or anything else. That is when we truly love God with all that we have. And then to be able to love our brothers and and sisters with that eternal, supernatural, extraordinary, exciting, life-giving love of God. And so as we're preparing for God to pour out the former and the latter rain together in the same month before the harvest comes, I want us to get swept away in a revival of love. And I want us to seek God. Let's surrender afresh every day to the love of God because it's only His love that is going to fulfill us. It is only His love that is going to make a difference when it's poured through us. It only takes a moment of intentional surrender to the love of God inside of us for us to be carriers of His love to everyone. It is when people see and experience love that hearts are open to hear and to receive the one who is love. So let's revive ourselves to intentional love and open our church, our lives, our actions, our attitudes, our words, our desires for the supernatural visitation of the Lord. I believe 
the time for a fresh revival is now. So be blessed as you seek the God who is love, who gives love, who loves unconditionally and unequivocally and without reserve and let him flow through us as we show the world and usher in the new revival of God into this earth supernaturally touching hearts because love has conquered and love has drawn. So be blessed in Jesus' mighty name.